All right, cool. And we are live. Pew, 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 pew. That's a good starting, uh, that's a good starting <laughs> sound. Darth yeah, Vader's yeah. Uh, TIE fighter over here. <laughs> um, I am... No, I should probably not supposed to say my name first, huh? Uh, you know, one day I'll get it right the first yeah, time. Yeah, Besides, like, days. the first episode, like, the second episode, I did it right the first time. This is the Finding the Overton Window podcast. I'm Daniel T. Fuller. I'm Paul Dubel. And Emmanuel Atendama. And today we are going to have a little fireside chat about mental health and, uh, you know, everything that that covers. So, um, I love I, how we've adopted the terminology of the fireside chat for our casual... Uh, yeah, just like it's you know, the president, cool. the president yeah. speaking to what, America yeah. during the Cold War. I think we have a similar amount of clout, right? <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. Close? We're basically the same bit. thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Do you guys? Do you guys feel like you have problems with mental health? Oh yes, without a doubt. <laughs> okay, that was quick. That was quick. I think everyone does, whether they acknowledge it or realize it or not. No one is perfect. Well. Yeah, that okay. So that gets into the the discussion of like what is health, right? That's like yeah, a yeah, whole, yeah. there's a whole there's an academic discussion going on right now, like still of like what does what is healthy in general mean? Fair enough. Especially when you're getting into microbiome stuff. So yeah, I, I, that doesn't invalidate that answer though. I'd agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Emmanuel? I think I have perfect mental health, nice. <laughs> but then All right, so Emmanuel's on drugs. <laughs> Can confirm. Uh, I think there are people. <laughs> I've noticed in my life that there are some yeah. people who take to life. They just. So I knew a guy in undergrad who would get blackout drunk almost every night of the week, <laughs> and then he would wake up at like eight a.m. <clears throat> or ten a.m. and go for a twenty-mile bike ride. Holy! He would travel all over the country. He would travel all over Europe. He would do the the crazy like uh, Ironman races, and he would Jeez. party like a madman. And he would I don't know how well he did in his classes, well, but he, he didn't swam fail across his classes. The Eng- he got did he ever swim across the English Channel? No, I don't think. Okay. Well, we can ask him. He's he's been in uh, he's been in some North Europe. I think he was in Sweden for a while. So anyway, I mean that's the only that, way to burn off all those calories from all <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, he was you know stick thin, athletic guy. But like mm-hmm. that's one of those people who's just like, man, I feel like you know I drink a little bit. And even if I drink a bunch of water, I feel hungover for two days. Like, I feel like some people are just born to just, they just take to life. And they just have all that energy. And they can do all those things. And you have this whole spectrum of, like, you know. And this is, it was the same. It's been true since the, the dawn of time, right? You yeah. had the people who, you know, back before there were fitness regimens, grew up and were active. And had relatively well-sculpted <laughs> bodies. Well, the Greeks liked people to be a little bit pudgy, too. Well, I mean, so it depends which Greeks we're talking true. about. True. Um, anyway, the, it, oh yeah, very much true. (laughs) Yeah. The, uh, like, so there's been people who just like take to it and there's been people who don't. And I feel like with all the information today, being one of those people who does not take to life using any sense of that word that you want, there's this extra mental pressure, right? Because now you're aware you're not, it's not just like the one guy in the village Mm -hmm. who's jacked and has three wives and you're like, damn, I'm jealous of this guy. (laughs) I'm going to go drink. It's like. Man, but I can see world all 50,000 of yeah. those guys on Instagram, right? Yeah. Um, especially since a lot of those are embellished. A lot of those act like they live like the guy I was talking about earlier, but a lot of them don't actually live like that. A lot of them have their own mental health struggles. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think you can be relatively correct, Emmanuel, when you say 
you don't feel like you have or you feel like you have perfect mental health. I'd say you probably do have, or I'd say you probably do have a lack of mental unhealth, right? Yes, like, that, that you could, you could continually expand yeah. the definition of mental health to include ways, and maybe you procrastinate in areas when you shouldn't, right? Mm. Things yeah, like that. that could, and that's could, actually... Have you been spying on me? No, I talked to you. <laughs> and also, who and you hasn't procrastinated in <laughs> damn life? Uh, so, name half a person. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, so you, oh, you could... I like know con- some people who have close to the word perfect. You're wrong. I've, all of the I'm people, sure you've met people like that. Yeah, I have. And all the people that I've met who are yeah. like perfect um, suffer through the same... Like a lot of those people have surprisingly vulnerable mentals. Oh, they yeah. They just have been taught or they... Mm. innately have learned to Conceal work it through it. Or, yeah. Or so there's, yeah, like, things. and that's what people will say is like, um, for instance, like my advisors will say like, hey, like, you know, regardless of what your mental state is, you should learn to be able to work through this and be productive through this. And you will thank yeah. yourself later in life for that. Um, mm-hmm. And to some degree, mm-hmm. that is true. And to some degree, that helps get rid of your own anxiety when you can look back on the things sure. you've accomplished. Because I know that when I've had uh, mental health problems, and I've had, um, you know, when I'm not getting a lot of things done, that feeds into the cycle really badly, because it then does. you're like, well, I didn't go out and drink with my friends, I didn't go out and be, whether drinking or not, I didn't, I didn't go and be social, mm-hmm. I didn't get exercise, I didn't eat well, I didn't sleep well, and I didn't get any work done, mm-hmm. so I literally just sat on this planet for a week, like a potato, mm-hmm. like a vegetable. Potatoes. And I don't even remember what it is that I did. Uh-huh. And that's the kind of thing that, that, that like bite can bite at you, right? That can get really, yeah, really toxic. It really sucks. So, yeah, I, I don't know. So, I no, those are good responses. And I'm glad that, as usual, we have... Um, different viewpoints. Uh, different experiences, different viewpoints. Different, different lived experiences. Gross. <laughs> you know Paul was saying something earlier when we just I began. I usually do that. Uh, <laughs> so true. When he was just talking about the fact that we call it a fireside chat, and I was thinking about it when we left last week on Friday, and we just went to sit. Like I sat in my car. I think Paul was parked right next to me. He left yep. immediately, and I stayed there for like another fifteen minutes listening to an audio book and just relaxing. You know, there are these times where you don't get. You never really have time to yourself mm-hmm. to just sit down and relax and as if, like, there's nothing in the world, like, yeah. Russia, Ukraine's not happening, inflation's not happening, yeah. like, as if everything's okay. And I just had one of those moments, and I was thinking about what we do over here on Friday, and it's so helpful, mm-hmm. and it's been really should I say, like, just refreshing and freeing, how we just sit down and just chat just with chat. each other. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's the, in a sense, it is therapeutic, right? Yeah, it kind of like, is, yeah. Like, I think, uh, so I'm, I'm going to assume, based on what I know of, based on what I know of you and based on what we've talked about before, you've never been to quote-unquote therapy or quote-unquote quote unquote counseling or anything like that. Um, and what I'm going to say to you is that in almost all cases, effective therapy and counseling it's just this yeah it's just, it's just getting to talk yeah. it's just that a lot of people don't have ears in their life or they don't mm-hmm. have ears that that they feel that they can be effective to and so a lot of counseling um so for instance i can i'm not as the patient i'm allowed to talk about my own experiences right i'm not yeah. gonna bring up the counselor's names or any of these people that i've seen over the years but like for me effective counseling is often just having someone to let me talk to and to kind of 
bounce things off of because yeah. I'm capable of giving, you know, reasonable, uh, like, hey, here are symptoms that I'm having. Here's what this can mean. Here are common strategies that people use to deal with this. Mm -hmm. And here's an effective plan for myself. Those are all things that I'm capable of doing, but sometimes yeah. <clears throat> um, putting it together effectively in your life and not getting overwhelmed with everything that's going on can be a big struggle. And so people who like don't want to go to therapy and stuff, um, I highly recommend doing so um, even if you just feel overwhelmed sometime because being able to help, like have someone help you put the pieces together to develop effective strategies to deal with mm -hmm. things in your life, yeah. um, that can be really, really helpful. And it's very interesting that you give your experience because I, I have also been to therapy uh, plenty in my past. And honestly, I... My the family I grew up in was kind of, I mean I think they've changed for the better since. But kind of growing up, it was like mental health isn't a real thing. It was like, mm -hmm. oh you're having a rough day, we'll just do the stuff you're supposed to do and get over it. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, uh, to some extent, hey, I think are that's you African. <laughs> no, but I my one of my parents is describing. an immigrant, so because uh, okay. <laughs> what you describe sounds like an African. Yeah, home. yeah. All three of us have like immigrant families, basically, yeah. Yeah. or <laughs> with de with various degrees of removal. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and uh, I I think it helped me to be a strong person, but it also like there there was kind of this like ignorance towards it with my family that I think was a bit too strong, and I've kind of helped to to show them that there's a lot to it. And I, I have to credit a lot of my uh, residential uh, assistant experience um, because, like, they teach you all that stuff to, like, help other students and stuff that are struggling with that. What is, for the, for the, for the audience, what is that? Oh, so uh, resi residential assistant, basically when you go off to college and you live in the dorms, there's usually one person on each floor, each hallway kind of thing who's, like in charge of making sure people are following rules and who you can go to to talk about your schedule and academics and various other things. Mostly everyone just avoids us because we're going to bust you for doing things <laughs> like smoking weed in your room and not even attempting to cover it up. And it's like, well, yeah, we're going we're gonna to call you out for that because you're an idiot. Um, but besides the point, uh, we have other things that we have to learn and do. Um, and that's one of the things we go through is like understanding mental health and mental health crises and whatnot and how to deal with them. And it opened my eyes a lot, but this is a long ramble on basically I was going to say my experience with uh, counseling and therapy is, is very different from yours, Dan, or at least I, I feel it is. Because you say that for you, it's kind of very much so you're, you're able to kind of get all the pieces, but you just need help putting them together. Um, and I feel that therapy for me was a very different thing. I do this thing where I, I kind of meta-analyze everything I think about. Mm -hmm. And so I start to convince myself that I'm thinking things to try to fool myself into thinking something else is the case. But yeah. then I think, is that just me fooling myself? And I, it just keeps layering. Yeah. And I don't know where the real me is and where it's yeah. not. And so counseling kind of helped me to, like, get rid of all those layers and, like, really mm -hmm. look at, at the purest level, like, what is going on? Nice. Is this a reasonable response, getting some feedback from someone who is a... a Basically, making you ungaslight yourself. Right? Yeah, basically, just being yeah. like, and that's yeah, that's another effective way is helping you like deal with, cope with, and filter like reality, mm -hmm. and just kind of recognize like, is this crazy or not? So yeah, that's yep. that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I I think that like everyone knows there's like a huge stigma around mental health. There's a huge mm -hmm. stigma, or there's a huge perceived stigma. I feel like in our generation for the most part, it's like, does not nearly as much oh, as it has sure. been in any generation before 1, this. 1,000%. Um, and 
like I grew up in a household, uh, household that was also like um, uh, very like non, not super pro, mm-hmm. I don't know, mental health, like pro-intervention of any kind, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and my, uh, like I have family who is, uh, um, I have family who's at like all different stages. So, you know, we have, I have, I have cousins, mm-hmm. I have, I have, uh, <coughs> Is it like a second cousin or something who's been all over the place? I have uncles and aunts and great uncles and great aunts cool. who've been all over the place um, in terms of addiction, in terms of um, depression, in terms of all sorts mm-hmm. of things. And so I think that like over time, um, my parents have just kind of come to recognize that these are like, it's yeah. probably something worth looking into, worth investigating, worth mm-hmm. looking yeah. into. So, yeah, yeah. I, um, I, and I, I think that it's good to be, like, to be confident and to feel okay. Like, feeling okay, Emmanuel, yeah. like, if you feel okay and you feel confident, that's good. And if you are saying that, you know, you sit out and maybe you feel like, hey, getting to talk to other people is pretty nice. It makes me feel good. It mm-hmm. makes me able to talk with, you know, get things out to to, yeah. to be more honest with myself about how I'm feeling and just to you know, communicate with people. Um, and maybe that is a sign you, you could, you can interpret that as like a mental health thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's all about how you interpret yeah. things. And, yeah. and I will agree that I will say, I, I, you didn't actually say this, but I could imagine it as something you say is like the, uh, post hoc trauma and stuff like that. People absolutely do that to themselves <laughs> where they're like, yeah. you know, they, they'll they stub their foot or something and they'll convince that they've been traumatized or yeah. you say something yeah. mean to them. Yeah. And then they're traumatized. Or in some cases, there's a bad dating experience and they've been raped, right? These are... Yeah. So this is like... This is another area where counseling is very effective because determining whether or not something like that trauma, has happened is pretty what important. Because you can absolutely convince yourself that... You can induce trauma in yourself yeah. from non-traumatizing experiences, yeah. basically. So, And that's why... And, and I will say that, like there's probably something to be said for taking a, a somewhat like, I don't know, some criticism or some critical thought of like mental health as a field is probably still okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that like a lot of people take it too far, but I, I think that it's probably okay to be like, well, Hey, probably everyone who has an ADHD diagnosis doesn't have ADHD. I think that's like, it's a fair, relatively a fair, well accepted yeah. by the medical yeah, community in general yeah. that it's been overdiagnosed, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. that there are other things going on. Like, does looking at TikTok all day does that that induces behavior <laughs> that is similar to ADHD? But is it giving you ADHD? Yeah. Or would a person who has TikTok brain be able to recover from that much quicker than someone who has actual ADHD? Mm-hmm. Like, are there are these yeah. things chemically different, different in your brain? Yeah, yeah. We don't actually. Oh yeah, we and we won't this. know for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think. Just because the brain is very complex. I mean, here we're talking about, like, the difference between, like, a traumatizing event and convincing yourself something's traumatizing. Both are, is how you perceive it. But one, we, we still see differently when it could be that the brain sees them exactly the same. We don't know for sure. Yeah. And who knows yeah. if we ever will, honestly. And can I take us a step back and can we just maybe define what we mean by mental health? Because maybe some of our listeners, and not just some of our listeners, I'll say I might not really have a full understanding of what it means when we talk about mental health. Sure. So um, I would place this, when I say mental health, I mean like emotional health. Okay. I don't mean 
Like, if I get a railroad spike through the brain, yeah. and I can't do my times tables as fast, yeah. I don't consider that a loss in mental health. That's okay. not what I mean. Physical. Um, <laughs> although I imagine I would experience a loss in mental health should I take a railroad spike through the brain. That's not, like, what I'm referring to. Yeah. So, um, yeah, mental health um, is going to be, like, I don't have, I didn't have my thing in front of me, so I'm not going to Google a definition for this. But the way that I would, and you can look it up at the same time, we can see if this kind of agrees with like what our mm-hmm. internal definitions okay. are. So my definition for mental health would be um, your emotional health in terms of like how you deal with um, what people would like to call the human condition, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, this is how you how you see yourself, how you see yourself, and like how. Okay. You feel about how you are seen, how you see yourself, how you accomplish things. So, like, you could have really good at really good mental health and be really bad at everything in your life that you're mm-hmm. trying to do. Yeah. yeah. And you could have, you could be really good at things and have really bad mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I like usually interpret this with like metaphors of like competitive gaming or like competitive sports and stuff like that. Like people mm-hmm. with good mental versus people who are good players are not always the same thing. And often those with a good mental will become good players over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this, that can be <coughs> relatively well mapped to almost all areas of our life with regards to mental yeah. health in terms of like how well you are dealing with things, how adaptable are you to change and mm-hmm. to stress and to, to mm-hmm. external stressors, I mean, right? How external okay. stressors translate into internal stress. Um, I think those are all components of mental health. And so when any whenever any of those things are not working well or are challenging or become too much for you, I would say that that is a sign of poor mental health, Mm -hmm. which is not a character flaw. It's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Or, sorry, it is necessarily a bad thing. It doesn't mean you are a bad person. Yeah. There. In the same way, you're not a bad person if... You you trip and you break your leg like it's 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 really looking at the truth. I mean yeah it's it's an injury to some extent or a perceived injury or whatever the case is something going on in our brain that we don't want to be happening that we somewhat have control yeah. over or have but, influence over. Okay. But I, I before you go and read the definition or uh-huh. give your take on this manual, I just want to say that that it is a little different from you breaking your leg because. Some people will externalize mental illness and lack mm. of mental health, that right? Yeah. And you can't externalize it. You can't say, like, I'm sorry I cheated on you or I'm sorry I murdered you. Like, that was my <laughs> mental illness. Uh-huh. It's like, well, it might have been, but that's still you. That's who yeah, you yeah. are, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, you can't break your leg and then be like, well, um, I'm going to go beat you to death with my crutch. And like, oh, well, it's because I broke my leg, right? Well, it's actually because you had mental illness, but that's still your fault. Uh-huh. So yeah. while this may make courts, you know, say, well, he probably didn't have enough agency, that still, he didn't have that agency, right? Yeah. He is insane, or he has these problems. So he's still so, responsible. So it's part of yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, I don't like when people talk about mental illness as a way to, like, externalize and get away from taking responsibility from things. Mm-hmm. For sure. Once yeah. again, without kind of pushing this normative, like, it makes you a bad person. Well, it makes you a flawed person makes you bad at things, maybe handling your emotions. Yeah. And it's certainly something that like you should aim to fix. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants cool. to aim to fix, usually. And mm-hmm. also, before you read the definition, I also want to give a little thing. I was just thinking about, because um, I was comparing like mental to physical health and stuff, and one of the things that kind of popped in my head that I think is interesting is for physical health, I don't know if there's kind of like a, a baseline norm, but I would say for the most part, like we see, uh, we consider our physical health in terms of are we below average or are we performing as would be expected um 
And yes, like you can go in the other direction, like, you know, you can work out a lot and get in really good shape or whatever the case is. But I feel like mental health is kind of different. Like it's, it's hard to know what the baseline is. Like is the way we normally perform supposed to be, we struggle a little bit, but then we also have some good time or is it, is our baseline, should it be, we're at our peak and that's what we should consider normal and everything else isn't that. And yeah. I, I think that's a very hard, uh, reference to draw. I think it's important for people to establish baselines for themselves, and then that's something you can talk with a counselor or even just talk with your friends. Like, hey, I think this is my baseline. Does that make me sound insane? Because you'll talk to people, and they're like, yeah, my baseline is like, I got three hours of sleep, and then had a panic <laughs> attack, and then didn't eat breakfast, and then worked all day. And I'm like, yeah, I think your baseline sucks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> like, for sure. But it's but it, I, I, it, it, it just feels so much inherently harder to define a baseline for the average yeah. person than it is to define a physical health yeah, you baseline. Can't just, you can't just hook up your arm and say, okay, 80 over 120 or exactly. 120 over 80. Like, there we go. Like, <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's good enough. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now, Emmanuel, if you want to give yeah, yeah. what you found here. Uh, the CDC's definition. And uh, over the last few years, the CDC doesn't have a very good reputation. So I hope any of our listeners doesn't turn this off just by hearing that. Okay. They're like... Yeah. They're like they did one really bad thing, okay? <laughs> I know. Well, if actually, if you're a, if you're like a trans advocate, you probably think they have a bunch of like really old def- definitions, like DSM five. Okay. So a lot of people actually have a lot of gripes to take with that. But anyway, please continue. So Wait, the the sorry. definition you gave was a very good one. The CDC. Yeah. I'm going to stop taking it off track. Yes. Okay. What's the definition? The definition you gave was a very good one. Where you talked about uh, basically how a person feels, uh, how he views himself, and. Um, <laughs> Uh, how he feels views himself in society, what he thinks his accomplishments are, and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the CDC defines mental health as including our emotional, psych- psychological, and physical and social well-being. Mm-hmm. So, nice. and so it says uh, it affects how we think, feel, and act. Yeah, basically. So just basically, how we, all you guys yeah, thought that, about that was like. See, my problem with that is that it's a super like. So I used to use the term white bread, and there's actually a term for it. It's called milk toast. What? M-I-L-Q-U-E, toast, milk toast. It means, like, bland, nondescript. I used to use the term white bread because I didn't know another way to say it. And I like rye bread, not boring old white bread. So I'd say white bread. Um, Milk toast is a proper term. That is a really milk toast (laughs) definition. And, like, the reason I like my definition better and the reason I use my definition is because it explains, like, it's, like, how you actually interact with that definition, right? As opposed to that's, like, the coverall of, like, all the things it could possibly be. Um, Anyway. But yeah, yeah, I think that that's like, that probably covers a lot of those things, right? It so does, do you think you have good mental health, Emmanuel, in all of those areas that I talked about? Yeah. Now, uh, with all the things that you guys said, it put a lot more things into perspective. And mm-hmm. I'll still say that, yeah, I think I have excellent mental health. Do you that's mean but compared that's... to the average or compared to your baseline? Or you're uh, saying yeah, that you, you think that you have good mental health as a person or like compared to most people or like what? Like No, as a person. And I really don't know what where a lot of people are, uh-huh. but I just look at the fact that um, based on like what my everyday looks like, uh, based on my choices, based on um, how I think, how I feel, how I act, and I think I'm really good in that. Now the question is, uh, sometimes do I feel sad? Do I feel depressed? Sometimes, and l- like you were saying, Paul. Uh, I think it's all about looking at... Uh, so you ask the question, how are we supposed to feel? Is it okay to have lows and highs? Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, I, I think it should be okay for a person to have lows and highs so that if I don't feel so good one day, I don't suddenly say that I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we know that the weather affects it a lot. So that when you have a yeah. lot of cloudy days, oh, I've yeah. noticed that on cloudy days, <coughs> I feel sad. Well, on yeah. sunny day, on bright sunny days, I'm I'm jolly, just like the weather. Yeah, so, the, I, I can't confirm the statistic, but on days with a wind speed above a certain amount, the yeah. amount of violence in court is like 45 percent higher. <laughs> yeah, no, and uh, a lot of that also, like I know um, one of the things that like has become a huge therapy thing is, I forget what the n- name for oh, it is. seasonal depressive disorder. Yeah, but like the, the light, the, there's yeah, like... Yeah, seasonal depressive disorder. No, but there's a term for like you can get an artificial light Oh, the way that the way that you fix that, you mean? The solution yeah, yeah, yeah. To that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of the brand of like the common lights that oh, are used. Oh, yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. But I, I can't. Yeah. Anyway, but there's but the sun like gives you yeah. certain. It does things that I, you. I think so. Now, yeah, no, it, it does. Yeah, it's been shown. It really yeah. does. Now that I'm fixing my sleep schedule, by the way, I learned something. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was the master. By the way, mm-hmm. I go into my therapy sessions and I'm like, you can go to the Google thing, or not therapy, but like health when I'm trying to get. I have sleep problems, and I've been trying to fix it for, like, since I was, like, seven years old. So this is, like, a long-term thing. I'll go into these places, and I'll be like, hey, so before, they'll, they'll, they'll be like, what do you do for your sleep? What do you do to help you sleep? And I'll be like, okay, well, here's the thing. So if you go to Google, and you go to the first page, and you click on each one of those links, and you go through all of those things that they're recommending, and you click on all the subsidiary links of all of those <laughs> links, I will have done or tried doing or considered doing all of those things. There's actually something I didn't know about. So I knew that um, the sun is very important for your uh, circadian, circadian rhythm, rhythm. Yep. and that mm-hmm. seeing some sun during the day and um, is really important for that. But what I didn't know is that getting sun within the first two hours of waking is really, really important for setting your circadian rhythm. It sets yeah. about a 12-hour clock um, because I, I, I knew that you're supposed to go to bed like when it gets dark out, like mm-hmm. obviously Relatively. when you live in the north. It kind of gets messed up from <laughs> yeah, one yeah. season to the next. Yeah. But ideally, you want that. But I didn't know about the, the morning thing. So that was mm-hmm. something new that I learned, like, yesterday. Yeah, so. I know something I started doing. I don't remember when it was, if it was over the summer or late last sem- semester or what. But I uh, I normally used to sleep with all the windows, curtain covered and everything, because I like my room cold and I like it dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one of the things I started doing, because I remember one day, for some reason, I forgot to like cover up the blinds or whatever um and when i woke up in the morning like i found like i just got out of bed so much easier Mm -hmm. and since then i leave all of my curtains open when i because let's be honest when you go to bed it's nighttime anyway so it's not really bright doesn't make that difference but when you wake up the sunlight is coming through the window and it is so much easier to get up when you're getting that sunlight i I started doing that (laughs) when i was like in i think i was in like high school and i like realized that i'm like oh wait it's good for me to get up in the morning so i I should have that window (laughs) the only issue is if you sleep in any way, then you fuck everything up. Because yeah. if you, you see it's light and you're like, I'm going to sleep for three more hours, then, then yeah. your body's yeah. like, <laughs> like, what's going on? Whoa, yeah. uh, uh, like, you were oh, supposed to get up. I guess I'll just keep sleeping. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so. happy light is the name of the thing. Ha- I was yes, thinking. yes. That was, it was recommended to me by people here eight years ago. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. good, to, good to see they're still, uh, still doing their thing. Yeah. And, and so that's why I want to draw the line where sometimes I'm like, okay, what is caused by just maybe normal fluctuations? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know, so I'm not going to throw like technical terms around. Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. But what they've often talked about, I think the, the chemical that makes you feel happy. Serotonin. Serotonin. It, yes. And the other, uh, when it's low. So yeah. Yeah, when low it's low, that's serotonin. when you, you feel sad. Yeah. So what is like the normal like up and down rate of that? Because of course, it, because the chemical is going to vary at all times. So yeah. what's the normal rate mm-hmm. versus 
when is it really low so that uh-huh. it's a problem, it's a medical well, condition? Yeah, I will say that, so to, to make something clear here, um, mm-hmm. mental health, good mental health yeah. is not being happy all the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How do you deal with it when mm-hmm. you are sad, mm-hmm. right? Mm. Like it's it's not it's it's making that sine wave and and dealing with it as part of reality. Like reality yeah. is inherently <coughs> spiky and yeah. pokey and hard. It's like how Day do you deal night. with stressors. So yeah. So yeah. like when you like, but also not just sadness, but like how you deal with any emotion other than like joy and happiness. Like yeah. well, and even, even those, how you deal yeah. with those. Exactly, right. Yeah. If you if you if you have centered your life around only feeling contentment or only feeling joy. Um, Drugs are going to be probably messed yeah. up. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of things that are going to give you some immediate there, so. gratification mm-hmm. that are going to yeah, yeah. fuck you in the long run. So yeah, so I, I know this is. Um, uh, I don't know if I want to go here or not. Because we were going to talk about it as part of like the last one. I think was the, the yeah. porn topic, right? Yeah. Oh yes, we do. Because that's about a big mental health. N- n- one. No, the last one we're talking about was okay. I mean, it covered a broad spectrum. So we started with social media. Yeah. We looked at well how that. Uh, it's related to loneliness, whether it exacerbates it. I mean, we mm-hmm. kind of unanimously agreed that it, it makes it worse. Yeah. I mean, looking at Chris Hemsworth on the... <laughs> on Chris, Chris Hemsworth? It's definitely going to make you any guy movie. with yeah. tiny little calves? Chris Hemsworth, you hear me? You and your tiny <laughs> little calves that your brother made fun of on your Instagram Skip post? Skipping leg day. Yeah, Skipping yeah. leg day. Yeah. If you're looking Sorry. at if Continue. you're looking at someone like Thor, like every, everyone's gonna feel everyone's gonna feel bad. Look at comparing <laughs> themselves to him. Yeah. 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 And, and so yeah, we, we did agree. So we looked at social media, looked at and the internet uh, in general. Yeah, the and internet and in general. Then, yeah. I, I but I brought that up as yeah. one of the things that I don't think we really got into last we, time. We yeah, I kind of yeah. pushed it yeah. off. Yeah. Um, but it's and I'm gonna bring it up. I I, st- I still don't think it's time for like the full a discussion. Full, but yeah, 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 I don't I think it's it probably need a full episode. Yeah, for yeah. at least one, because um, it ties into a lot of other things, such as yeah. like OnlyFans, such as yeah. the people who. Uh, use thirty thousand dollars of their parents' credit cards for an online cam girl from some uh, like uh, Eastern European, European country, yeah. and then uh, their parents cut them off, and so he murders his parents. Like that's uh-huh. that's happened a few times too. So no way. Hey, yeah, yeah, people do crazy. That things. raised the national discussion on that stuff a little bit. Yeah, no. So um, what rock have I been living under? I, I don't know, dude. So you hadn't even heard of you were talking, fans. Yeah, like, so you were talking about, like, escaping. Like, you were talking about, like, getting away from the world and getting away from the NASDAQ and getting yeah. away from stocks and, and current yeah. events. Like, news and the Wall Street Journal yeah. and stuff like that, that's, like, one of my, like, ways that I get away from my life, that I get away from reality uh-huh. around me. Like, seeing what's happening out in the world is, like, an escape for me. So. Yeah. Okay, and I'm really mad about something. I'm sorry for this tangent. Uh-oh. But remember... So... I mean, we, we talked about this when we talked about, like, investing and, like, uh-huh. just basic uh, g- good monetary yeah. practices. When I invested in the stock market and I, I, I would go crazy and, of course, sometimes I made money, sometimes I lost. Eventually, yeah. I was like, you know what, I'm going to pull out completely because it was just, it was just blood, it was blood red in the streets the, most uh-huh. of this year. And I decided to fake trade. The market is generally still down. Guess what my portfolio is up by? A lot. Yes. And I'm like, why didn't I make these so, same yeah. decisions with I, actual money as I did with fake money? About, every time I thought about fake trading and I was no. like, but wait, but what if I do well? Exactly. I'm going to feel so shit. I do. You do bad and you're like, well, I guess it's a good thing and I'm learning whatever, but like, I See, the know. thing is, I'm making good decisions with fake money and I make bad decisions with real money. How? Get greedy. Get greedy. Huh? 
Are you being greedy with your fake money? No. Well, there's well, it's fake money. That's the thing. So there's no real consequence. So you can make you riskier decisions. So I, but I don't. I, I make good decisions. I research things and I buy well, only yes, stuff. Yes, but your, your mindset is yeah. inherently different because there's something on the line versus nothing being on the and line. You also just could have gotten lucky and unlucky. That before. is true. Oh yeah, no, so. I actually bought responsible things this time. I didn't buy any penny I mean, stocks. But even I then, when you buy responsibly, yeah. Yeah. there's still so much I mean, luck yeah. involved. And I did a lot more research than I actually did when I was spending my actual money. Yeah, that's just dumb on your part. I don't know what to say there. That's stupid. No comment. You don't have to say so, it like on the internet. Yeah. So hey, yeah, there's done. a there's one thing. Poor, poor mental health. If you go to the Wall Street Bets forum or a lot of other yeah, forum yeah. or a lot of other things. Yeah. So there's you get into poor mental health with regards to trading or handling money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, because the the part of you that wants to like trade and make big money on the screen is the same part of you that wants to open that porn video or something. There's mm-hmm. the very similar parts of the brain and very similar like motivation slash reward. Um, I forgot what the motivation uh, hormone uh, neurochemical is, but there's that, and then there's the opioids that are triggered on the release, uh, whether it's your orgasm or whether it's that the green on the screen, that sort of thing. Um, but it's all the same. Is it, isn't dopamine the one that's largely... is dopamine the 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 motivation one I, I it's one of those big ones um that's like i, I want to say like spikes my advisor like sex literally has like a degree in neuroscience and i still can't remember this stuff i feel so bad but let's see dopamine is involved in feelings of pleasure and reward serotonin is yeah. involved in emotion but also affects digestion and the opioids are the specific reward ones but yeah the dopamine one is the one that everyone talks about that's all like the the no no fap and no porn people yeah, yeah. are all about like dopamine and there's some take a look at my portfolio okay we're looking at Emmanuel's portfolio here my um, fake portfolio his fake portfolio we got we got tech we got more tech Really diversified account. Banking, Spotify, Caterpillar. Construction. Interesting. Lots of green, baby. Lots of green. Jesus Christ. Caterpillar. Holy shit. Yeah. Out of ten, eight are green. And not just green. Like, like really really green. green. Yeah. Like, like, like you should probably sell them by now green. Like, dang, that's pretty good stuff. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, they're fake, so it doesn't matter. what What are you up on the, what are you up since on the, I don't know, how long have you had that for? Only a month. What are you up on the month? What uh, percent? Percent. What, probably. About eight, nine, something like that. Nine percent. A number nice. about that. Yeah. There's a lot of money in here, too, to begin with, though. So yeah. that also explains why I like No, it. but I didn't use all of it. I only spent, like, uh, six grand. Well, yeah, I know. So but it's I ten mean, to me, grand that's a lot of fake money. money. Yeah. It, like, it, me, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I have a couple grand, maybe, at <laughs> most, like, two or three. And I'm like, yeah, so mm-hmm. my returns are much smaller, but... yeah. Yeah, so the total gain so far is 9.17%. Nice. Yeah, so it's like, you know, if you have $10 million in there, 9.17% is a lot bigger than oh, if you have Oh, time $10. to retire. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Oh, okay, we're off topic. Let's get back on topic. Yes, okay. mental health. Oh, one thing I wanted to... Uh, shit, what did I want to bring? Oh, um, something, because I've been having kind of a bit of a mental health thing going on, a little bit of a funk like Hell the yeah. past week or so. Um, and so, uh, well, I mean, I'll just state in general that I, throughout most of my life, have had really, really bad self-confidence issues. Still don't know really where they stem from, but, like, horribly bad. Like, the voice in my head just, like, constantly 
exclusively saying negative things to me, mm-hmm. um, which isn't fun. And uh, one of the things that, uh, but I, I've worked on it. I've gotten a lot better. Um, and for a while, I was doing really good. But then, like I said, like this past week, kind of been in a bit of a funk. Uh, but one of the things that's helped me get back on track is, well, one of them is exercising. Exercising mm. makes a huge difference in your mental health, um, or at least it does for me. I don't know if yeah. it's chemically, the case for everyone. Chemically, but. it does for everyone. And for people with, like, actual depression, it may not be enough, right, yeah, for yeah. people with a lot of cases. But, yes, exercise yeah. is, is awesome. Yep. Exercise has been helping a lot. Um, like, I found, like, direct, like, if I skip the gym a day, I notice a difference in, mm-hmm. like, my mental health if I was planning on going where yep. versus, like, if it's a break day, like, you know, whatever. Not as big of a, a, a hit to the yeah. So everything. you figured out that the voice in your head is a whim. So you go work out, get him exhausted so that he, sle- he sleeps That's all day. It. That's why I used to need to work. Yeah. That's why I used to need to work out every day. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do, <laughs> it, like, it for, sleeping, yeah. for sleeping and yeah, for, really um, for, like... My yeah, mental and in keeping the habit of it, yeah, it's like oh, hard yeah. for me to do. Habits are huge so going thing. every day was something I needed to do. Um, and the, what I needed to get better at was like when I got injured, like Ooh. going and walking or yeah, going and not going hard, doing, going and just doing no weight or something like yeah. that. Because yeah. I've regressed to where I am now. Like I have like sciatic a sciatic nerve and like a messed up spine because I sat like this for two years without like doing any workouts. Jesus, um, oh. so like my my shit's all messed up now, uh-huh. and uh, like. Man, go to the gym every day. Yeah. Just just go to the gym every day or go and take a walk every day. Walking, walking like briskly is actually one of the best exercises to improve your sleep quality um, because you can actually like – you can you kind of mess yourself up if you do too much deadlifting and you you wear out your central nervous system too much and then you get sick off it. Um, Deadlifting has the highest uh, drain on your central nervous system of any exercise you possibly do. I don't deadlift Uh, and I don't squat. I'm one of the worst. Yeah, I recommend those things for strength, but for if you're just trying to get... I injure myself every single time. Yep. I refuse to do them. I've just learned from it. I'm like, yes, you can get good, but like if you have a well-balanced workout, you can get decently equivalent it's not going to be as you need in your life it's not going right. to be as compact same, but yeah but, you can get yeah. similar well, gains yeah, from you're not trying to be a champion powerlifter exactly it doesn't <laughs> matter that much yeah, yeah. um yeah. but so exercise was one thing um and another thing that i found is is just like your your general mindset and it's so funny because for like i said like i grew up in a home where like mental health wasn't a big thing so like having a positive attitude on things. Like I remember I used to exclusively when people told me that I just would say like, that's bullshit. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. How could my attitude affect how things in the world happen? Like doesn't make sense, but it makes such a difference on like how you interact and how you engage in, in, in everything really. Um, and so like just thinking positively, like, convince like stopping yourself when you have a negative thought and trying to spin it into something you believe that's positive and something else i've been doing is especially when i'm at the gym um i'll listen to like uh positive podcasts so like whether it's about like mental health or like Mm. uh achieving quote-unquote greatness or like physical health or like being successful just like things like that help so much Mm -hmm. um and I, I, I wanted to get your guys' opinion on that. Do you have any experience with that kind of stuff? Um, Mindset stuff in general? Oh, well, uh, whether it be podcasts or positive attitude or exercising oh. to increase mental health or improve mental health. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, you know, reading, uh, podcasting. I recommend if you feel like you have problems in your mental health, absolutely go and read about it. 
go and watch YouTube videos. Yep. One thing you can do, um, mindfulness and meditation. Um, I know everyone's like, that's kind of like the thing right now to talk about, but it's like, it's super real and it super yeah. works and it's super important um, in terms of just like dealing with anxiety, dealing with depression. If you have, don't, if you feel like you have great mental health, but you want to achieve more in your life, yeah. um, organizing your thoughts thoughts through meditation, through writing, and then um, through applying that sort of thing is super good. Um, I think there are some, there's some channels on YouTube um, that do like the positive affirmations thing. If yep. you're like having a depressive episode or you are um, really struggling with anxiety, um, just t- taking a bath and listening to those, doing things like that, super, super helpful. Um, for me, I think that everything, for me, like the baseline is like sleep. Um, I think everything ties into sleep, including like mental health. Um, if you look at like Alzheimer's, if you look at a lot of the neurological disorders that kill you pretty quickly or the ones that kill you slower, a lot of the things you notice that are associated with worse disease outcome is a decrease in the quality of sleep. Um, you notice that with old people, like the ones who sleep better, like old people require less sleep, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the ones who get more sleep tend to live longer and they tend to live better. Yeah. Um, and so I think that sleep is like one of the linchpins of health. And, and whenever, I, I feel like it's sorry to cut you no, off, no, but no, I no. feel like it's always the one that people throw like if you're it's crunched on time, it's, it's always the first, the first thing. thing oh, I can yep. just cut back an hour or two of yep. sleep, no worries, because it's not like I'm being productive during that time or whatever. Yep. But like yeah. it is so essential for health overall, but also mental health especially. Because when I talked, I started the beginning of the episode talking about like the feeling of like people who just take to life and the feeling who don't. And I, I'm willing to bet every all the money I own, um, everything I own, that a significant predictor of that is sleep and sleep quality, sleep length and sleep quality. So of of people who are able to, because even when they drink, they still get better sleep than maybe someone who has a lot of anxiety and stuff and doesn't get as much sleep. And then those yeah. things are going to loop. And yeah, so they're it, able to compounds, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that like sleep and habit setting. So I don't know, cause you can keep going around in this big circle of like, Oh, here's the core. Oh, here's the core. Oh, here's yeah. the core that you need to yeah. focus on. I think mental health relies a lot on habit setting. Um, being able to sleep well, being able to exercise well, being able to handle stress, like, you can think of habits as like these buildings that you construct in your life that are like the wave breaks, not, not buildings, but like the bunkers or like the, what do they have in the, the flood cities? The oh, I know what you're talking about. The wave breaks oh. for when the hurricanes come. It's not a dredge. Oh, is the it? things you can hold on to. No, no, no. no, no, no. These it's like walls to... that they set up oh. so that when the, when the water comes, it blocks the waves and makes them. Oh, burn. I know oh, Germany oh. has something like what that. I, I know someone was telling me recently they this visited Germany. Walls, but that, there's a term for yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, well, Paul looks for that. The, yeah. That's okay. kind of my idea of like what habits are for mm. mental health and for your health and for your life in general, but yeah. especially for mental health. Like they are the things that allow you to maintain stability even when there's a storm coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's like an important way to view things, and that's like why a lot of good parenting and like why a lot of successful people I mean you look at like one of the most famous self-help books in the last couple of years was called Atomic Habits and was like looking at all the good habits you can do like the small little things that are good Um, and I think you look at the most successful people in the world and you can see a lot of really good habits they have and you look at people with good mental health and I guarantee you that all of them have either very good habits 
or they're one of those rare cases of like idiosyncratic people who just does things their own way. Some people yeah. with no habits and they still do really well. But that's like a rare. Yeah, type those of are thing. exceptions. Yeah. How do you feel about your habits in your life, Emmanuel? What's that, Paul? All I found is levy. I don't think. Oh, uh, levies are one of the. Yeah, the, they're a works. natural one, but I, I know you there's another term. Levies. Yeah, yeah I know. but I yeah. can't find it. And it's just showing up flood barrier and flood wall. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> thank you. That that's the exactly word. what I yeah. Google. That's the definition of the word that I'm trying to find. Yeah. So, how do you feel about your habits, Emmanuel? Do you feel like you have good habits in your life? Yeah, so everything you guys are talking about, I, I agree to a large extent. I mean, I don't disagree with anything. And I would go the religious route a bit. You know, I always take everything down that route. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. part of Once again, life. I would argue that you should or else yeah. you're not being internally consistent. So, yeah, yeah of course, I, go ahead. Well, I am, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking it down that route. And yep. so, yeah, um, as we all know, I'm the Christian here. We have the... Paul is the atheist, and we have... The whatever he is. <laughs> the whatever he is. He calls himself a militant atheist. I'm like, mm, no, not quite. No, formerly militant atheist. Oh, you were formerly militant that I'm a, atheist. Did I forget the word? A, now he doesn't know what he is. No, no, no. I just There's a word. I know what I... So the closest thing to what I am is an objectivist, but that, that doesn't usually apply perfectly to religion. as like a map for a title. I know yeah. we'll get back to you, your thing, <laughs> but you brought it up. Um, it's a... Mm-hmm. Apathy. Apathetic. An apathetic. It's like an apathetic agnostic, or no, it's an apathetic atheist, technically. Mm-hmm. But then people are like, oh, what's the difference between that and agnosticism? And it's like, well, it's. Um, well, an agnostic is like, I don't know. I mean, I well, genuinely what you're describing don't believe is like, a God, so I'm I don't both care. I'm an atheist and an agnostic. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I will, I'm hedging my bets. I'm an atheist who's hedging his bets. There you go. Okay, please go. <laughs> If you were really uh, hedging your bets, then I'll think you'd be a pantheist, where you'd have a pluralism of gods. Well, yeah, but but depending on your definition of it, if if I believe in in Zeus, Hela, and Kali, (laughs) but I don't believe in Jehovah... I'm still going to hell if Jehovah's real. So, like, it, that doesn't help me, right? Like, well, probabilistically it might, but anyway, that's all... Okay, this is a stupid meta conversation. Yeah. What were you going to okay, say? Okay, so, so, so what I was about to say was... Um, Paul is still researching the thing. It's going to lose... I'm going to lose <laughs> my mind. I need to figure it yeah. out. I'm not going to talk for the rest of the episode because of that. <laughs> From the very beginning, remember what we're talking about uh, truth and how we define truth and how we find meaning... And I made reference to the Bible every single time. I made reference to God and about God being creator and creating us. And so I would go back to the same thing where I would say that, okay, if God is creator, based on my assumptions, if God is creator, God created humans, then he decides what is best for humans. Like, I have this laptop. I bought it from Dell. Mm -hmm. I'm sure... Dell's manual tells me exactly how to use it properly. Mm-hmm. If I decided by my own whim to give it a bath, it's probably not going to end Wait, well. So I know where this argument's going, Emmanuel. Is, yeah, are like, you kind of hypocritical because you no. read the Bible for no, no, knowing how no, to live no, life, no, I'm not but being you don't read the instructions for computers? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I know, I know you're just making a joke about that. But so... I would, that's the very first place that I would move to where I would go like, okay, um, reading the Bible, knowing what God's design for human beings are mm-hmm. is one of the first steps that I believe would help us uh, 
live a more fulfilled life, sure. knowing what the purpose of, of course, if you know what the purpose of a thing is, then you'll be able to maximize its functionality and you'd be able to get the most out of it. And so that's what's been, that's what I've applied in my life mainly. It's been great. Now, um, everything you guys said, I agree with as well. Because even though you may not be Christian, a lot of like a lot of good general principles are also biblical. Like yes. they just happen to be. And so, yeah, I, I do agree with that. I would say that uh, reading the Bible is a good place to start. Believing in God is a good place to start. But and following from there, like the Bible does talk about uh, good a good practice of sleep. Does talk about. Uh, a, good work ethic and I, I think this is something that i don't know if either of you mentioned but working actually is good for the mental health yep. yeah well uh, sorry are you i yeah. that gets into the whole a lot of stuff with serotonin a lot of stuff with dopamine yeah. and a lot of stuff with um how you know i, I kind of brought up how if you don't get work done then you feel yeah. oh yeah yeah right you up. did mention um, that and yeah. like from the social evolutionary perspective, which is one that I used to take very strongly with religion, especially right. when I used to go to church, mm. right? I would argue that, um, well, necessarily Christianity must have a lot of good things to say, Otherwise or it would have been replaced have by yeah. another religion, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's a, it's the, it's a representation of the stories that um, sons have been telling, or fathers have been telling their sons, and mothers have been telling their daughters for yeah. generations, for generations, right? It's one mm-hmm. of these, one of these. <laughs> Um, one of the essential spirits of humanity uh, and stories of wisdom that has been passed down. Yeah. So I would, from the from, so an atheist and a Christian would both expect the Bible to have a lot of good ideas yeah. about mm-hmm. how we should live. Okay, our lives, well, right? a logical atheist and a logical um, Christian. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That they would expect that, and and you know, a lot of the problems that even militant atheists will take is when, when, right they think that it's applied to ideas that they don't consider good, especially in the modern context, right? But I think a lot of, like, the biblical stories about, like, hey, you should generally, like, be good to people, right? Like, I I feel like there's, like, a lot of those about how you should do (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, I think that um, I would agree with you that uh, you can go to the Bible for that and you can go to um, a lot of places for that. Um, I think that work is fundamental. I think that like, yeah. so that, that actually, no, that's actually super good. That's a good, great yeah. point because I wanted to get back into that. I wanted to ask you, Paul, how do you think if you, okay, if you had to give me from one to 10, how is your self esteem? Depends now in regards to what in general, average, integral, Oh, that's hard because in some areas it's like uh, on a scale of one to ten, it's like a negative three thousand. Um, and other, but I'm not talking like about what yeah, you think yeah, your yeah, aptitude yeah. is. I'm talking about your self-esteem, uh, how I value myself. Correct. Yeah. 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 Well, no, because there's a difference. Because next, I was going to ask you, what is your self-worth? Because they're actually two answer, different I can things. All right. So, so do, what? How are you defining? Or what I'm is not the super clear. So, first of all, I'm going to be honest. Um, I'm kind of asking blind questions here because I'm not super clear on what the difference is. All that I know is that um, there's like a, a gap between self-esteem and self-worth. Is like a yeah. super like you can believe that you'll be good at something without believing that you're valuable as a person yeah. or without like being good with yourself. Oh, that's yeah. very um, so, like, I'm a person who, especially in like when I was less wise. Uh, I'm not super wise now, but I'm certainly a lot wiser than I used to be. Yeah. And I had incredibly high self-esteem and incredibly yeah. low self-worth. 
Um, and that manifests, that's literally like manifests as, I think it's like an alternate definition for depression and for um, uh, egotism or whatever. Like yeah. a lot of egotistical behavior <clears throat> yeah. derives from that, yeah. um, where you feel yeah. the need to constantly prove that because you actually, people will be like, oh, like, that's a sign that he doesn't have good self-esteem. Actually, he probably no, has really good no. self-esteem, but he has bad self-worth, and that's yeah. why he feels the need to use his esteem to give himself worth. Yeah, yeah. so so at least from what I yeah, what no, first showed up, so self-esteem is basically how you perceive your value and how you think of yourself, whereas self-worth is like what you actually, like what the world perceives your value as and what your contributions to society are. So it's much less tr- internal. Wait, so I, don't, that, I don't. I don't agree with the definition no of self worth because that's that's not self worth. That's like that's like what is your self esteem versus your true esteem, right? That's like your esteem as n goes to infinity. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no way. It could be true, and maybe I'll, the I'll define self worth more as what you perceive to be your value according to other people, not what other people perceive it yeah. as. Well, I think you can really... I, can you have bad self-esteem and good self-worth? And, and like by the definitions I'm working from, at least, you can, because you can, yeah. you can think like, man, um, you know, I'm not valuable to this team as a soccer player, but yeah. I can, I'm going to work to become more valuable, and I'm okay with this working process because I believe I'm valuable as a person. Yeah. And I still have a lot to offer. Yeah. So I, I think that's my working definitions for that. Yeah. Is that, so is that based backed up on by further searches? Other sources, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I don't have an official source here. Yeah, I'm just yeah. going website yeah. to website. But this one kind of aligns more with that, where it's like self-worth is like you believe you are Your intrinsic a value. valuable, yeah. hum- like you're yeah. a human yeah. who's worth existing and things like that whereas self-esteem yeah. more has to do with like certain characteristics and yeah. traits and your how value you on like a specific metric or yeah, something exactly yeah. like how you do it something yeah i that's that's how i think of it and mm-hmm. i will say that like so for instance when i was doing research for the the ethics and morality stuff that we talked about yeah. previously mm-hmm. there's like the whole front page of google every single link will tell you a different thing as far as like what morale morals versus <laughs> yep. ethics are oh yeah like so everyone just <laughs> defines it when it comes to stuff like that it's like oh i or it it feels like those things where like motivational speakers will always talk about and stuff or like uh uh like the one we went to those i forget what that i stopped going to them the classes at night uh about oh, the, the leadership class yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Leadership. it's yeah, like leadership it stuff well. it's like they, they'll the define it one way went. versus another way, and it's like they're synonyms, but they're like, but this one is good and this one is bad. And yeah. I'm like, okay, so that's how you define it. Like, I guess that makes sense, but yeah. they're still, they still mean the exact same thing. You're just, yeah. it's well, context. Yeah, it's, so, well, no, it's, 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 right, it's like you have to define your terms. So I would, it, I would, I would, I would put this that as mathematicians, we should be good at this sort of thing because X can mean a whole lot of things but whenever you're doing a proof you need to tell me yeah, what yeah, yeah. x is exactly and so as long as you're clear on like hey these are how we are defining these words then this, it works in this leadership thing this is how we're defining yeah. them and this is where we're going to make the difference that's okay it's probably going to disagree with every fifth google that you do <laughs> yeah, yeah. but um yeah i think that's okay so question was my self-esteem um again when it comes to certain traits I think it's a negative 3,000. Okay. Um, other traits, it's it's pretty high. I'd give like an 8 or a 9. Like I yeah. think I have a lot of skills I'm good at, and overall I'm good at a, I don't know. I feel good about a lot of things. Self-worth, that's an interesting one. Because, 
I don't know. I don't know if it's because I, I disproportionately view the things that I am bad at as a contribute. Like I, I weight them heavier in my self worth mm, yeah. um, due to my constant negative. Everyone's the sight own on worst everything. critic. Um, oh yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm horrible. Gosh, but mm. because I I mean I don't think that I'm not like worth living. Although yeah. you know we, I've had those moments in my life too, um, but I don't know. I don't know what I would give myself in terms of self worth. Just spit. What's the what? What number feels the most honest? The to most you right now in the middle. I would say five. Then five. Okay. But I feel that's like five, like on a scale of like one to ten, you, you don't know, see five amazing. as average. Because I was thinking the same yeah. thing. You would see <laughs> like thinking. you would see like your self worth three is five. No, no, no. thinking self esteem oh. because I'm definitely am not where I hope to be, and yeah. so for that reason, I'm like okay, there's a lot that I I, I aspire to be. Yeah. There's still a lot that I hope to achieve, and so for that reason, self-esteem it's at five. Right. Oh, my self-worth is at a ten. Okay, it's at an eleven out of ten. <laughs> so mine, and my problem has always yeah. been the opposite. My self-esteem <laughs> has remained for my entire life, almost. I think basic, basically since like kindergarten or the first grade, um, at a ten. Because wait, kindergarten you were thinking about self-esteem <laughs> and self-worth. No, but I, but I had the basics. But I no, but I, I, I can look back and say okay. that I had that okay. self-esteem. Okay. I had that confidence. You didn't understand it at the time, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah, I couldn't meta-analyze yeah. it. But I had yeah. that. So, um, and that's because I, um, I've always felt a very strong con- conviction that I can do anything. Mm. I just need a sufficient amount of time, yeah. um, and I can construct an algorithm of actions that will allow me to achieve that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't have any barriers in my life. I grew up relatively wealthy. I'm relatively healthy, although that's been an issue of late, more mentally than anything else. Um, but I can still, like, if I want to, if, if and, and, I've, and I've done this, I've had, I've, like, you know, basically wasted time proving this to myself of, like, I'm going to go and become one of the best in the world at this video game. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go and I'm going to uh, take this this hard, like, math class or something. Okay, I'm going to go and do it. Yeah. Um, and, like, that can become an issue if that becomes how you view yourself, right? And yeah. then you don't do as well as you think you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and that that's an issue for a lot of people going from high school into college or from undergrad into graduate school, right? When mm-hmm. you start getting slaughtered by some of these harder classes. Yeah. Like, let me tell you, self-esteem versus functional analysis is the boxing match of the century. <laughs> um, functional analysis. But even then... We're not going to talk about that. I still feel as though if I had a lot of time, it's just that in college you don't have a lot of time. And yeah, especially in grad you school, have, you don't yeah. have a lot of time. So it's like... Mine was mainly measure theory. In undergrad, Ooh, that, that doesn't doesn't crushed me either. Oh, but yeah, undergrad. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. But anyway, so like, so like my self-esteem isn't that high anymore. I feel like I have a much more realistic, like, and maybe you should say that, like, I don't know. Anyway, I think my self-esteem is at a very healthy point now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still very high, but I think I'm a, I, have, I have a lot of aptitude. Yeah, um, I would agree. And that's okay. My self-worth, though, has is always been low, and it's only gotten lower as I've gotten older because... I felt as someone who feels like they have a lot of potential, I, I haven't accomplished anything. And when you see the years go by and you're you see people school, accomplish things fine. and you don't accomplish things. Well, yeah, but that's right. No, I'm I still... totally get you, especially like, uh, uh, like I'm, I'm 25. Like I, I have friends getting married and buying houses and all that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just still in school collecting degrees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But shouldn't that be under self-esteem rather than self-worth? Because the no, worth because of something that's, that's shouldn't how, change. Because that's how he's measuring his worth. That's how okay, I'm measuring my okay, worth, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Because, right? Because, like, 
Um, and that's the problem. That, that could be a sign of poor mental health is that I'm taking things from my esteem yeah. or things that are very worldly metrics. In, that's how I'm yeah. valuing myself, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for and sure. So, yeah, you're right. Exactly, Emmanuel. That shouldn't be how we're evaluating our self-worth, our self right? Uh -huh. But when that's when you only understand self-esteem and you don't understand self-worth, and that's mm -hmm. where a lot of that, those problems come from. It's where yeah. you keep seeking to validate yourself with these external metrics that are mm -hmm. aligned with self-esteem mm -hmm. and not self-worth. Also, before we jump into another topic, uh, so I did find what I was looking for. So levy is the term both for natural geograph, like geo, uh, what the hell's the term? Like a geographic feature, mm -hmm. but also an artificial man-made one okay. that's used. But I think what you were maybe thinking of was dolos, which are like things built along the mm. sea, like uh, sea walls to disperse waves and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Levy was the one I was thinking of, though. Yeah, Levy is the one for hurricanes, but the do I, I it's it's uh, both would work as an apt metaphor for like what I was trying to talk yeah. about. So, but yeah, just wanted to make sure I got that out there since I spent <laughs> an right. hour and a half good looking word, for good it. Word, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so oh, yeah, yeah, I I don't oh, think I want to. Probably take... wondering why I'm looking at this. Oh, what I don't care. You at? Live your life. I'm not joking. No. I, 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 I was looking at looking a ring. At your, I was looking, looking at your at screen, but I wasn't like. Are you still are you still having marriage fantasies? Are you still, no, like, I, I oh, over there? so uh, an incident happened. Now I'm free to do uh, this because it's the fireside chat. We can okay. talk about anything, True. although we have a specific topic. True. And uh, and I, a tiny accident may have happened, uh -oh. so that the ring got bent in a way, so that we um looking to send it back to the. Um, Jeweler to get it reset properly. Nice. Cool. And so, can I borrow your laptop? Oh, no. absolutely. Uh, one time. Search. It's in his laptop. Shut up, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna let you slip that one. <laughs> here, here, go back through here at what I'm editing. God damn it, Paul! <laughs> Shut up, Paul. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Mental health is a super complicated thing, but something that I feel is important for people to talk about and to do more reading on. Like, for example, like Emmanuel, it sounds like a lot of these um, ideas and terminology might be somewhat new to you yeah. um, and you don't have a lot of experience with them. I would encourage you to go out and read up on them and see just what there is to it and what the world has to say. Because there are a lot of things that throughout my life I thought were normal and then when I did research I was like oh that's a that's yeah. a no no that's a bad <laughs> yeah. yeah that I I guess my issue with that is that it that can also manifest I've seen it for manifest sure yeah, yeah. in unhealthy ways where people will be like well I read this like pop psych book and now I'm going to tell you about all the ways you're abusive to me yeah. and as someone who has been both the abusee and the abuser in uh, not physically not physically in uh, previous relationships like uh that shit, like, most of the times it's, like, not real. Like, like, like... It, it's like, very hard to <laughs> define, yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, once again, not to go back to this all the time, but it's the same thing with rape thing, where, like, consent is, like, a very complicated issue. Yes, And anybody yes, who's, is. like, it is not contemplated, complicated, is just, like, fooling themselves. So, like, yeah. the, the danger can be that you can learn a bunch of new psych terms for, like, abusive social, uh, like, social interactions... And then you start like, oh, my friend said Applying this to me. It to he's abusing yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. This scumbag. I'm gonna go tell my friends he's abusing me. Right. So, mm -hmm. so, 
But I agree that, and I don't think I, either of you guys would do that. I've just, I just, yeah, yeah I get no, no. <laughs> I see people. I, do I agree one hundred percent. But yeah, I agree that like reading up on it some would probably be good, even as just like hobby reading, because um, it's like interesting to look into. This is completely irrelevant, but going off like abusey abuser thing and something I saw on the internet recently. Okay. Um, there was this thing I don't know what it was on, and I don't remember where I saw it, but apparently I think I saw it on Instagram, like a video or something of someone like. Uh, reacting to it uh some chick posted this thing online about like complaining that her boyfriend broke up with her because she wasn't ooh enough and and then okay. the dude made a response video and he was like no that wasn't the reason it was actually that you cheated on me multiple times Ouch. and like all this other stuff and he's listing all this stuff and like and then people are like, where's the proof? Like, who are you to... And he literally, like, sends messages. And it's just very interesting. I mean, yeah. I didn't want to get super meta about it now. But very interesting that she wasn't asked to provide proof of all this stuff on her post. Yeah. But as soon as he comes to counteract, he's expected to justify his claims. Yeah. Um, but, well, yeah, no, she got destroyed. Everyone's, like, she had to disable comments because people were tearing her apart. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah, that's just... I don't know. That, that seems, the problem is, like, normally those things on Reddit, uh, those things on Reddit are just, like, uh, like fake. Like, a lot of times, like, those are fake, or the they're just, like, fake, uh, like, people from 4chan coming in and yeah, doing yeah. that and pretending to be women with shitty stories. But, like, the fact that it was, like, an actual response, you know it was yeah. real. It's like, yeah. oh, 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 oh yeah. It's like, Ooh. manual, I need, to, yeah. I need to do a search. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, hold you don't on, need to solve this ring thing Yeah, right bro. Now. What? <laughs> It's supposed to be your therapeutic mm-hmm. podcast talk. And it is. Doing so stop doing worldly other things. things. Yeah. <laughs> worldly things. Yeah. <laughs> okay, one might argue that that fulfilling a piece of the institution of marriage is less worldly than this podcast, but he hasn't made that argument. He's too busy actually doing it, so... Got him. <laughs> Get wrecked. This is why we need a soundboard. I could just air horn. Oh, yeah, but I might, I might just leave. I just throw off my headset. Or something. I get so annoyed. I hate the air horn sound. I love the air horn. That's it's the one thing I need on my soundboard. It's funny. In Super Smash Brothers, there's a Smash Four. There's, I wish they had done it for Melee, but they never did. But there's like a Smash Four mod back before Ultimate was out, mm-hmm. where if you Ganondorf stomp someone, a, t- a couple of Timberlands come down from the ceiling and whack them, and it does air horns. <laughs> It was so oh fire. It was so fire. That was back when like the Tim's so memes, the Tim's, the Tim's and the Yankee hat memes were like were like oh, fun wow. at that time. Okay, That's here you go. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh gosh, what's he gonna look up? I wonder. No, it's this something. That, it's a it's a really good uh, writing thing. Um, <laughs> Very descriptive. That helped me a lot with anxiety. Okay. Oh. Also, reading is another thing that really helps. Yeah, I can't uh, read, so that's relevant. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) How about we we get you one of these children's books? That works. Yeah, pictures. I can (laughs) do pictures. I like pretty pictures. Okay, I'm going to try and read through this without, like, slurring my words or coughing or anything. Um, My mouth's so dry. i got to remember to bring water next time. So, this is written by C.S. Lewis in 1948. Wait, why do I know that name? Of course you know C.S. Lewis. Is he the author of... Chronicles of Narnia? Chronicles of Narnia, Screwtape Letters, Mia Christianity, a bunch of different books. I'm a basic. Go um, ahead, sorry. Okay, yeah, and and so this is, um, it's really helpful for people with like, uh, who tend to catastrophize, which is when you turn little things into really, really bad things, whether it's like, I'm going to fail this test, therefore I'm a dead person, or uh, I uh, I have a little twitch, and therefore I'm going to die in two months, like, 
Man, shaker bottles smoke gross. Yeah, thank they really do. Much. Sorry. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, <clears throat> in one way, we think a great deal too much of the atomic bomb. How are we to live in an atomic age? I am, attempted, I am tempted to reply, why? As you would have lived in the 16th century when the plague visited London almost every year. Or as you would have lived in a Viking age when raiders from Scandinavia might land and cut your throat any night. Or indeed, as you are already living in an age of cancer, an age of syphilis, an age of paralysis, an age of air raids, an age of railway accidents, an age of motor accidents. In other words, do not let us begin by exaggerating the novelty of our situation. Believe me, dear sir or madam, you and all whom you love were already sentenced to death before the atomic bomb was invented, and quite a high percentage of us were going to die in unpleasant ways. Mm. We had indeed one very great advantage over our ancestors, anesthetics, but we have that still. It is perfectly ridiculous to go about whimpering and drawing long faces because scientists have added one more chance of painful and premature death to a world which already bristled with such chances and in which death itself was not a chance at all, but a certainty. This is the first point to be made, and the first action to be taken is to pull ourselves together. If we are all going to be destroyed by an atomic bomb, let that bomb, when it comes, find us doing sensible and human things. Praying, working, teaching, reading, listening to music, bathing the children, playing tennis, chatting to our friends over a pint and a game of darts, not huddled together like frightened sheep and thinking about bombs. They may break our bodies, a microbe can do that, but they need not dominate our minds. That is based. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was a really good one when I was going through some you know, health anxiety, catastrophizing, and actually my, my tooth clicked against my bottom teeth while I was talking there, and I had a little bit of speech stumble, and even then I'm tempted to like, you know, oh God, is this meaning? Well, probably it's because I've gotten like no sleep in the last month. That probably is like a much might, better explanation, might, yeah. right? Um, and so like, I don't know, I think that attitude of like, continue doing human, like the, the last paragraph especially is my favorite. Like, yeah. You know, the, the end when it finds us should find us doing sensible and human things. And another one that I'm going to add to this just for the health anxiety thing, because that's yeah. what I've been going through. Um, I think there's someone on Reddit said this, but I don't remember their username. And it's if that, this like, is to be our end, then I'll have us make such an end. Be worthy of remembrance. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was uh, from Theoden, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. Yes. Hell yeah. It's good. It's a good speech. It's a good speech. Yeah. Um, the thing was just like the anything that's weird with your body, um, the yeah, aches and pains and small idiosyncrasies with your body. Yeah. are not necessarily a symptom of disease, but merely a symptom of living. Yeah. I mm. thought that was a really good one, oh, too. That is good. And you Because you can extrapolate that to a lot of things like mental health, right? Like, what mm-hmm. you're going through um, doesn't have to be something evil or something horrible. It's a symptom of living. It's a symptom of the human condition. Mm-hmm. So. Damn, this human condition thing sucks, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's mental health, baby. <laughs> hey, yo! Pew, 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 pew! <laughs> Thank you, Tie Fighter Paul. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right, so I think that's it for me um, on this topic. I think I, I got through a lot of what I wanted to yeah. wanted to get through. Um, there's certainly lots more we can talk about on it. Um, this one might actually deserve a part two. But yeah, I'm I re- pretty tired, guys. So. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And hopefully, I would do a bit more reading about it because I know very little I'll about have to mental send some health. Stuff next time. I'll yeah, send yeah. Some stuff next time. Make sure to send videos. I can't wait. So. Mm-hmm. Like, all I know about mental health is uh, therapy. 
Yeah. And I'm like, uh, not the thing that I don't do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, therapy. Um, and uh, also, you know, Paul, what? Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. Do you think that like learning to read might improve your self esteem? Nah, probably. Not. <laughs> nah, I already give myself a 10 on the reading scale. No worries. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Definitely deserved. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. I'm Daniel T. Fuller. This I is am. the uh, Finding the Overton Window Pod. Am I supposed to say that later? Shit. <laughs> yeah. No. Do I say that at the end? No, he's just the one who th- doesn't no, no, know. No, 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 but I, no, I do the names in a row. We always we do, do the names in a row, but yeah. then do I say the thing after or before? I think you How say... How am I supposed to remember? You say before. You say okay. this is the... Okay. The, uh, I couldn't remember. After See, guys, you say I'm goodbye. a wreck. I'm a mess. <laughs> or whatever guys, you this say. is the know. Finding the Overton Window podcast. I'm Daniel T. Fuller. I'm Paul Dougal. And I'm Emmanuel Atendama. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>